0: This is The Rich Eisen Show. Back off because the Jets are allowed to have nice things.
3: Tyler Croft all alone. Mike White finds him for the go-ahead score.
0: And that if Mike White continues to do well, the Jets will have high class problems. The Rich Eisen Show.
2: Today's guests... Falcons head coach, Arthur Smith, from the new film, King Richard,
0: actor John Bernthal, two-time Super Bowl champion, Terrell Suggs, plus actor and musician, Tyrese Gibson, and now,
2: it's Rich Eisen. All
0: right, everybody, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Yes, week 10 of the National Football League. It kicks off tonight. The NBA is white hot to the touch. we got a lot to talk about here today. Good to see you, Christopher Brockman. How are you in Rich with Ridge, what's up, what's Mikey yes. uh, DJ Mikey D is back in his chair. Good to see you, Michael see you Del ready. Tufo. TJ Jefferson. Hey, Rich, what does that D stand for? D's nuts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, looks By the way, Saban, Nick Saban opened Nick Saban
0: opened the door, and I'm walking straight through it. <laughs>
2: You, you know? never miss an opportunity. Yeah, no. you can't. That's something you can't pass up. Hey,
0: look, you know what? Uh, I just love uh, doing this show, and I just love having an opportunity to talk into a microphone. And when day in, day out, you have absolutely no idea what's happening uh, or what could possibly happen. Uh, uh, Cam Newton's talking to the Panthers again, and Jim Moore is back coaching. Hey, I mean, uh, I mean look, keep an eye out for what T.J. Duckett is up to today. <laughs> T.J. Duckett? Just give me, you know what I mean? <laughs> Can we, if we're going back in the, you know, <laughs> in the in the NFC South annals, let's just keep going. Is, what's Josh Freeman up to today? Anybody? Do we have eyes on Tim Biakabituka? Uh, hey, that's a Michigan man. Yes, that's sir. a Michigan man. You know what? I, I did look up this just to just go down this wormhole here to kick off our Thursday show. When Jimmy Graham had a touchdown uh, on the board, but then eventually taken away due to um, penalty on Monday Night Football. And again, it was like, oh, yeah. Jimmy's still playing, you know? <laughs> and then Jimmy got upset. Um, I, I, I reached out playing. to NFL Network Research just in case Graham was going to score again because, you know, he was being targeted He was on Monday night. Yeah. The, the la- I said, when was the last time Le'Veon Bell, Adrian Peterson, and Jimmy Graham all scored a touchdown oh in the same gosh. NFL week? Because, as you know, Le'Veon Bell scored one for the Ravens. Uh-huh. Adrian Peterson scored one for the Titans on Sunday night. And there was Jimmy Graham in the end zone on Monday Night Football. Last time that happened was week three, 2015. We almost had that. We were just hitting the way back machine, man. By the way, Peterson was with the Vikings. He scored twice against the San Diego Chargers. And Bell was with the Steelers. He scored a touchdown at the St. Louis Rams. Jimmy was with Seattle and scored against the Bears. How about them apples? Got so close. Cam Newton's talking to the Panthers today, folks. And Jim Mora just signed a five-year deal to coach the University of Connecticut football team.
2: Way back, machine.
0: Mora's in the nutmeg state, uh, nutmeg state man. <laughs> right? Love it. Um, so here we go. But obviously, uh, we're, we're more focused on Cam Newton talking to the Panthers.
2: Meeting with the Panthers. Meeting with the Panthers. Right? Meeting, I mean, with, meeting with heavy hitters. With, with the Panthers. With Matt Rule, David Tepper. Yeah.
0: And, like, it's going down. Right. And and who, with who whoever he might have had bad blood with, they're all gone. Gone. And you know what the Panthers need now that Darnold's out for a considerable amount of time? Cam Newton. And I'll be honest with you. If I'm a Saints fan, I'll be like, why, why are we in on him? <laughs> I think this is great. This is, you know, this is what we need. We need Odell Beckham in a new place and we need Cam Newton back in his old spot, here we go. That's how we're going to do the last half of the longest regular season in the history of the NFL. Let's go. Good move. Good move. Cam back in a Panthers helmet and uniform. I bet you we need to make sure uh, if a very warm place is not frozen over as well because that's what we thought would have to happen for him to ever be back in that uniform. And if he's meeting with the coach and the owner, what else do you need to know? What do they need to know? Are you ready? Yeah. Can you do it? Of course. What do we need to know? Makes sense that you're just gonna. They're gonna meet, and greet, and then and then part ways. I don't think so. I think this is gonna happen.
2: Yeah, people are saying this is the uh, with the intent of signing. Cam. Let's go. Yeah. Cam and he's fully vaccinated now. CMC so. in the backfield like yeah. the old days. Hell. By old days, Hell. I mean
0: by old days, I mean uh, uh, two years ago. <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> yeah, not that long. And um, okay, because if you've got the NFC South standings, please, um, we got ourselves a, a ball game. Mm-hmm. We got ourselves a ball game. The Bucks have two losses. They're obviously ruling the roost. They're coming off a bye week. They're at the Washington Football Team. I think we can all agree this is their division to win or lose, right? not going uh, on a very thick limb here I would say yeah Falcons are just a game behind the Saints and they got one in hand cuz they've already beaten them in the in the matchup and there are the Panthers at 4 and 5 Let's go let's see what you can do and in this very difficult conference four wins right now is not the best position to have entering week 10 but it's it's better than some other ones like the Niners and Seahawks we all thought were going to be in the running for their division There's seven teams sniffing it right now. The four and five Panthers, half game behind the four and four Falcons, and a and a game and a half behind the five and three Saints, who are your sixth seed in the uh, wild card, and then a mosh pit of three win teams: the Vikings, Seahawks, Forty Nine ers, Eagles, Giants, and Bears. You can sit there and go Bears, yeah, Giants, here, whatever, but that's a game and a half out, two and a loss, of the seventh and final playoff spot. (laughs) So if you're the Panthers, it's like, yeah. Let's go. Let's go right now. And let's get Cam in here. And Donald's out for several weeks. He's out for a considerable amount of time. Love the idea. And if you're the Saints fans watching them kind of struggle with Trevor Simeon, I'd be sitting there going, why not, why not, uh, why not us? Did we not ring him up? I guess not. And Sean Payton probably be like, I don't have time for. Uh, what, bringing somebody in in the middle of a season? I don't know. Likes Trevor, maybe. Liked what Trevor did against the Bucs. Let's go. Put Taysom Hill in there every now and then. Now he's back. But Cam, Cam Newton for the Carolina Panthers would be just an awesome sight to see. Love it. Let's go. Now then they're going to have to win with P.J. Walker this weekend in Arizona. <laughs> Tough assignment, that. But I I would love to see Cam Newton back. We'll make Carolina Panthers games that much more interesting and much more uh, fascinating to see. Love the idea. Thinking outside the box. Let's go. Even though it's the old box that they used to have. Dig it. And then what did I tell you about Odell Beckham yesterday? If I'm Odell, I am just chilling.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I am chilling out and I am letting this thing play out because right now, I sign right now, I'm I'm not playing this weekend anyway. Let everybody just keep crashing into one another and up in their bids and go for it, man. Just when you think the Patriots are out, they're pulled back in, mm. right? Yes. Making a strong maneuver. I love it. Everybody's making strong moves. You know what? You never see those reports. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Team A is making a tepid maneuver towards this free agent. <laughs> eh, you know, we could go either way. You want to come? Great. If not, all right. If not, we're good. Too. But again, Odell never had a choice about where he could play football in the NFL. No. Now he does. First time ever. Same thing for Brady, right? Back in the day. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He never. Now it was him. his
0: free agent tour, right? Peyton Manning took his time years. too, because yeah. Peyton got a chance to decide where everyone's. And it feels good. It feels great. Feels good to be loved.
1: Especially when these you guys know? haven't had that chance since they were college players. Like that was the last
0: to time choose they, where they yeah. could go. Right when they're mm-hmm. being offered out of out of high school.
1: Yeah. that has been that time. Brockman, did you see this uh, rap sheet tweet? Yeah, uh, Panthers just
2: made it official. Rich agreed to terms, signed oh, Cam, Cam I Newton.
1: I tell you, there you go. You're not
0: meeting and the coach and the owner <laughs> just to say, yeah, nice, nice try. Yeah. It's good.
1: I like your office, though. You know, <laughs> welcome back. Right? Like the changes. All right, Cam, let's go. I love it. Hey. Does this bring back Brockman dressing as Cam on Victory Mondays? Or? Well, I mean, he's this not. Is great he's not on the Patriots.
0: <laughs> Honestly, it was just like that'll never happen again, and then boom, it happens again. Because you know what? The mother invention and necessity meet one another, or something like that.
1: I gotta be honest. I was really nervous there that Cam wouldn't get another chance. So. Yeah. I'm happy to see this. Here we
0: go. Cam Newton for the Carolina Panthers. Put up their schedule. Let's see what this means. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to see it because it just <laughs> – let's see it. I got too, their too bad schedule they right just here. got done playing the Pats. I got their schedule right here, right over here. So they're done with the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, ha, look who his first team – this is why we look at it. Ron Rivera. It's Ron Rivera. Week 11, oh, home. Ron Rivera is going back to Carolina, <laughs> and he's seeing Cam? You know? Should we get D'Angelo Williams to be the honorary D'Angelo? captain? <laughs> I mean, it's like it's way back machine week. It's, think, I, honestly, let's see. Are they going to play this game in a hot tub time machine?
1: You think Olsen has any more snaps Here in Here we them?
2: go. Let's go. Mush and Muhammad. With Mushin, no, that's
1: pre. That's pre. That's pre. Greg Olson, he you know he's got Craig a little Olson. left in the tank. Here we I don't. Go. I don't think Steve Smith is going
2: to show up Let's at just, Miami. Not,
1: Cam versus Tua. Then we got a bye week. Let's coach
0: him up a little bit more, and then we got ourselves some division games. Keep going. Put it up there. Don't take it down. Here we go. At home for Atlanta. <laughs> yep. At Buffalo, Josh Allen versus Cam, and then and then they finish up with both games against Tampa and at New Orleans. Hey, how do you like me now? You could have had me. How much more interesting did Carolina Panthers football games just get? I'll start watching. Ron Rivera. The football gods just love winking and smiling and laughing, just cackling. Football gods lighting a cigar like Red back, hands behind the head, feet up on the desk, just cackling. Cam's (laughs) back as a Panther. His first game is at home, and the visiting team is Ron
2: Rivera. Come on. (laughs) Can't. Make it up. Has Cam tweeted in his weird font yet? I don't know. Hold on, let me check.
1: Want we'll well, to decipher? I mean, if he tweeted, it would be in that font. So,
0: our first guest, you know, is joining us in eight minutes' time. Head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, Arthur Smith. Smith yeah. Nothing pisses off coaches more than asking him about a team in his division, not their team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just heard about it. Do you yeah. think that'll be the answer? I got to. Hey, you see, Cam's coming to your division. Yeah, he's great.
2: He's great. We
0: just beat the Saints. Next question. They did just beat the Saints. And here's what I want to ask Arthur Smith. Did Cordero Patterson have him at hello? Did he see him and go, I got it? Did the light bulb go over his head right away? Because Cordero Patterson is... Would you... uh, Hear me out here. Would you consider him in terms of targets... Usage, efficiency, production. Targets, usage, efficiency, production. Um, Top 10 player in the NFL this year. Offensively. Targets, efficiency, usage, production. Running, passing, returning. Top 10 player in the NFL this year. Non,
2: non quarterback, right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you could probably make it. Running, that case.
0: receiving, and returning phases. That's it. Yeah. Phases. Who's going to be your running back? Got it. Who's going to be your wide right receiver? As we know, Calvin Ridley is out. And obviously, asking Arthur about that very sensitive subject is, is coming our way as well. But when did he sit there? I mean, because Cordero Patterson, when he came out of college, it was the only words you would hear about him is upside and potential. Yeah, the Vikings couldn't crack the code. Patriots began to remember. Remember, they, they
2: were the first one to
0: use him at running, running back. back. Yeah, Patriots began to go. Oh, okay, now look what. Look at him. He's amazing. Yeah, he is a reason why they're four and four. Certainly, when you know Mike Davis hasn't really worked out at running back in terms of the way he did in Carolina. And Calvin Ridley's availability is in question. He's been amazing.
1: I think the oil finally ran out on Mike Davis.
0: Right? Yeah, the, uh, the fantasy uh, oil, the, Macca- the, the Chuba Hubbard was this year's uh, true <laughs> Judah Maccabee of uh, fantasy football where the, the oil burned brighter than, uh, longer than expected.
2: Rich, in fantasy, he is the sixth ranked non-quarterback. Should I bring that up to Arthur Smith? Fantasy football? I mean, I'm just backing your play. No, I know top that. 10. No, I know that. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm just having
0: fun because Arthur is a no nonsense kind of no guy. Nonsense, sometimes
2: yeah, he's sixth. Yeah, quarterback for total points.
0: Okay, okay.
2: So yeah, Cam Newton <laughs> yeah, is so. uh, Cam
0: Newton's back in the NFL as a Carolina Panther, and Jim Moore is back in football as the head coach of the UConn Huskies. What's the third thing? Odell Beckham in somewhere.
2: But he'd have to go back to the Giants.
0: That will honestly, (laughs) if that happens today, if you had that, if he goes back to the Giants at three and six, just add to their potential, you know, likes Daniel Jones. Yeah, wished he could have played longer with him.
2: Yeah, I like what I see from Jones. uh
0: Uh-huh. That, um, then then we would have to check the hottest place ever created and see if it's frozen (laughs) over, right? Yeah, awesome. Uh, let's take a break. Let's be on time for the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, Arthur Smith. Still to come on the show, John Bernthal, who folks of *The Walking Dead* and obviously uh, *The Wolf of Wall Street*, *The Accountant*, *Baby Driver*, uh, also uh, *The Many Saints of Newark*. He's in the new film *King Richard*. Will Smith as Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena Williams. He plays their tennis coach. Tyrese Gibson, baby. Tyrese. He's in the new movie *Dangerous*. We'll chat with him in hour number three. And getting us ready for Baltimore Ravens football is T-Sizzle himself, right. Terrell Suggs. That's all coming up on the show. But when we return, the head coach of the 4-4 four and four Atlanta Falcons, Arthur Smith, on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show.
0: Super Bowl 50, now Super Bowl 56. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Uh, Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, slated to call in any moment right here on our program uh, tonight is Thursday night football. Big time stuff with the Ravens trying to improve to seven and two match the Titans record. Um, the Ravens has obviously with the the number of games that they've played so far it's six and two, one half game behind the seven and two Titans. Titans have yet to have their bye week. The Ravens clearly have. So uh, it's a game Ravens and Dolphins. We'll see if Tua is going to be able to go. I don't think he will. Actually, that's the the way it's looking, but we will see if his Uh, Broken Finger uh, will allow him to go as kickoff tonight on the Triple Cast, Amazon Prime, NFL Network, as well as uh, Fox, uh, Big Fox. That's the way they call it, right? Yes, Big Fox. 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 How do people on FS1 feel about being called Little Fox? Do we know that that's a problem? I get mad. Okay.
3: (laughs) I don't blame you. I I don't blame you.
0: I don't blame you. (laughs) The the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons always enjoyed our chats in the uh, non-playing season, as we like to call it, as he was getting ready for his first campaign. As head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, now four and four, heading to Dallas for a big Week Ten game, fresh off a big dub in New Orleans on the Mercedes-Benz vans phone line is Arthur Smith, head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. How you doing, Coach?
3: Great, Rich. How you doing?
0: I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing just fine. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Midseason, I know that uh, that uh, not a lot of coaches do that, so I greatly do appreciate the phone call. Um, we we heard about you know the Cowboys last week and what uh, what the Broncos were able to do to them and. You know, we hear people saying, yeah, just bury the tape. Cowboys should just bury the tape. What does the uh, upcoming opposing coach do with that tape, Arthur Smith?
3: Well, I think you look at the entire body of work. uh, The Cowboys, in my opinion, they have one of the more talented rosters in the league. Um, There's a reason they're 6-2. they got playmakers all over the field on offense and defense. So we we got a heck of a challenge on Sunday, but we're excited about going down there.
0: So there is stuff, obviously, for you to pick up from something that uh, everybody says the other team should bury. Clearly, right for you.
3: Well, it's not necessarily works like that. I mean, I mean, NFL is tough. I mean, it, it's always say if you if you want to live to the to the week to week narratives. I mean, it, it'll eat you alive, and you just got to take the body of work. Um, things happen in the game, and the way the momentum shifts. You know, turnovers or non turnovers that you think are turnovers, like on the punt. You know, all those things. Uh, it all there's all there's a cause and effect to every game. So, um, you know, credit to Denver, but. We know that the Dallas Cowboys, to me, are one of the more premier teams in this league, and we're excited about going down there.
0: Arthur Smith, head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, and ever since Cordero Patterson came out of college, Coach, the words associated with him were upside potential that you clearly, clearly have tapped into in a way that he has not had it tapped into in previous stops. When did you first have this idea that Cordero, Cordero could do it all? Essentially, for your team,
3: well, really, when we signed them, so we had a vision for them, and there's stuff that we practiced with them in the spring. And as you know, we built those packages during camp; they look pretty good. And uh, <laughs> obviously, we were, we we're really vanilla in the preseason, trying to build the depth of the roster. And then, uh, it, you know, as we got in the regular season, um, you know, it really was down in Tampa that it started to take shape. And and then obviously, what we you know, <clears throat> the way that game ended in the fourth quarter. Was ugly, but we knew that it was it was going to break through. And uh, he made some big plays in that Giants game, and then the Washington game here. Uh, you know, he kind of went off and. And your guy, the Matro, is uh the
2: ball. So. <laughs> Arthur, come on, Arthur, don't, don't, Thanks, don't coach. feed into Thanks, it. Coach. Excuse me, know.
0: excuse me. He may feed the animals. It's his zoo right here. Come on now. You, you made his week, coach. You, you, you really did. You really did. To use it in the form of a sentence too, coach. Wow. My gosh, yeah. that's wow. great. Did you, did you bring it up to him? Did you bring it up to him at any time? Yeah, point I mean that's too?
3: what I, you know. And I think he's running with it. So. We just got good at his cleats.
0: <laughs> that's what he said right after he found Cordero towards the end of the game against the Saints. He went up top, and then that was a huge play for you that 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 got uh, your kicker out on the field for the winner. He screamed at you, "I'm the matchel," right? That's what he did. Pound that's his Pretty
3: much, it was loud in there, but I, that I pretty much saw the same thing he did. You just kind of you know you're, read, you're, lip reading. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. <laughs>
0: Oh man, I love uh, when guests give me what I want. You know, it's just it's <laughs> terrific. There is an eye in Rich and Eisen. I am a team player, but uh, I love it. I I do I do love seeing that stuff, man. And so uh, how 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 has this been part of your vision? What uh, Ryan up top to to Patterson, right? Like this is what you're you're trying to draw up in big time moments, of big time games, and seeing it in front of you against the Saints. How how does that? Propel your team, in your estimation, Coach.
3: Oh like our right, guys. I mean, we, we have a really unselfish team. He said, "We, you know, we're right in the middle of it, and it's where you want to be. You want to be playing meaningful games, and in the middle of November or early November, as you get into December, and so, um, you know, we, we're, we're we're good with where we are at. You know, we feel like we can play a lot better, and, and we need to, uh, but very pleased. I mean, this is a fun group to coach. Uh, we've had guys step up in big moments." I don't think there's a been a better clutch kicker in the league this year than, than Young Uh We've had different guys make plays in, in big moments, so very pleased, and hopefully we just can keep improving.
0: Arthur Smith here uh, on the Rich Eisen show, and so uh, Kyle Pitts and his development. Where where can he get better, in your estimation, so far?
3: Uh, yeah, there's a lot of places. Uh, like what? You know, Kyle's got the right mindset. I mean, the, the little nuances of route running, uh, you know, and he's, he's such a quick learner. Uh, and then, you know, those guys make the transition in, into the NFL. I mean, they, they quickly realize that everybody's fast in the NFL. And these guys, there's some really smart players and smart coaches on the other side. And, you know, it's a week-to-week. And it, it, it's probably what I think surprises rookies is, is the, the mental challenge to prepare yourself week-to-week. That, that can, what can exhaust some guys, and that's what you're trying to fight, that fatigue. But with Kyle, like he's he's really really mature for just turning twenty one, and all the little nuances that he picks up on pretty quick. He's made some really big uh, plays for us and, and critical moments, and I think he's just scratching the surface.
0: Can you give me an example of the nuance or the preparation? Sure. You know, you know in the hearing
3: just how you know you're playing versus man, and how you want to create separation in your rock tra- craft with, the, with your releases or your second level releases when you're in the middle part, or how you're going to lean guys to set them up and, and to have a stem and then have something off of it. Um, and that's why he's able to win on the outside when he gets pressed. It's why he's able to win in the middle of the numbers, whether he's running a crossing route or an outbreaking route. And he's getting open and, then, and making key plays. And sometimes in college, if you're just bigger and faster, you can just run by people. But everybody's fast here. They know. They, they study your route tree. Um, but he's come up big, whether it's in Miami. And he's had big moments in just about every game.
0: How about force-feeding him in the red zone more? uh coach how about how about making sure he scores well, you, more you, touchdowns? you can try
3: that and, and and you know if you want to be uh obvious and let people take take people away but we got a lot of people that score i mean there's a reason that a Zacchaeus has got three touchdowns because we we don't we preach on selfish play and they uh it may make some fantasy football uh gms you know angry at me but mm-hmm. uh that was the way we played in tennessee and then there's some guys that naturally you know it, they take take over but very pleased. I mean, when they one guy draws attention, you better be able to go somewhere else. Otherwise, you, you got no plan. They can take you away.
0: I hear you, but um, uh, uh, Kyle Pitts is the only one. Fantasy that... Yes, <laughs> I do, Coach. I'm just walking through the front door. I'm walking through the front door. Yes. Yes, I do.
3: Well, at least you're transparent, so I don't know. I, I...
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just a little bit more little bit more um, in the end zone is all I'm asking for, you know, because uh, he he's got that ability. He can high point it. He can, as you say, you know, create the space. He can. He can do all sorts of stuff like that. I'm just trying to talk his game up to the coach. No, <laughs> no I hear you. Okay, thank you. I greatly appreciate that. Arthur Smith here <laughs> uh, on on the Rich Eisen show. Um, so, uh, turning uh, to a much more serious issue, um, uh, Calvin Ridley, coach, and how how do you um, handle a, a player saying to you, "I need a break." I need to step away right now. How do you, and I guess handle is the wrong word for it. How do you welcome that? How does that sound for a better way to phrase it? Because handle is a much more, um, uh, it's infused with something that's negative. And I think uh, obviously him requiring the time is positive. um, And I'm just wondering how you take that in as a coach in your first year doing
3: it. We we care about all, every every uh, person we have in this building that works in this on this football staff is a part of this team, uh, from the equipment room to the, the video room to the players to the coaches and everybody that, that, that that's a part of this team. And so I think what you're realizing now is, you know, I think in football you, everybody can see visible injuries, uh, and I think as we're realizing society, um, certainly, you know, things have come to light, you know, whether it was COVID and the things that have gone on. Uh, with mental health or, you know, you look at the veterans and, you know, coming out of 20 years of warfare, there's a lot of the invisible injuries or they're serious and, and, and anybody that needs help with anything that, you know, whether it's a, like I said, visible injury or invisible injury, we'll do everything we can to help.
0: And so what, what is, I guess, the plan for, for Calvin? Did you just wait yeah, for him you to know, say? Those
3: things are, uh, Rich, you know, like everybody, you know, I don't, Disclose people's injuries as their personal, uh, you know, the players can speak. Calvin put out a statement that, you know, he wanted to put out there, and I'll let that stand. I'll let Calvin speak for Calvin, uh, just like I would for any, any player on this team. If they want to talk about they have a knee injury, they, they, that's that's their prerogative to talk about it. But that's, I'm, that's it's not going to come from me. Let, let the talk about their own personal, um, you know, anything they got
0: going on. Of course. No, and I totally understand that. My, my, my question is, do you wait for him to say, I'm ready? And, and you just go about your business otherwise? That's, I guess, that's the it's, question.
3: It's, you know, the way you look at it, big picture, there's always things um, with every player, and you can't, you know, where, you know people need, like I said, I, I take it back to every, any injury anybody has or something comes up and there's a life event. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of guys on this roster. We've got a lot of guys that, that have that different guys that played week to week, and you, we don't force anything. Uh, we wouldn't force anybody back from any any kind of injury. So we take it you know day by day or week by week, and and that's how we we view it. So I, I, there's no timetable on it, and um, and nor would I push anybody on that.
0: Arthur Smith here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. Last couple of minutes with you, Coach. Uh, is there anything in the first eight weeks that uh, part of your job that was something? Um, unexpected something that um you were ready for because you kind of focused on it anything over the first two months of the season that you you can share about being at hc for the first time in the nfl well
3: you so prepare fun. yourself i think when you you come into the office every day you, you said you you're, there's other things going to come up and if you, if you think every day is going to be perfect and in the wrong profession or you're just naive um and so you try to prepare yourself for it and you, and you try not to overreact because there's plenty of things that come up day-to-day. Day. Um, we have a good group here. We have a great staff. So the other thing is is just kind of focusing. You know, the, the biggest challenge in the NFL is not to live and die by the, by the week-to-week or day-to-day narratives because if you do that, then it, it can be ugly for people, players, and coaches. And so uh, everything I feel like everything I've done, uh, not skipping any steps, been around some great coaches, it's helped me prepare for this.
0: Okay, so drown people like me out—is that the message that you're giving to your your team, coach? I mean,
3: uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it drowning out. It's okay. just you know, you right. take the entertainment for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, did, it, 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 is it uh, is it something you pointed out to your team uh, watching the Braves do what they do and seeing what a parade looks like in in your town? Did anything like well, I that
3: think come up? There's lessons learned. I mean, like I, I whether you know a couple of years ago I told the story where I was. Um, I have two nephews at, at the Naval Academy One of was graduating. Mm-hmm. So I was in Annapolis for a weekend. I go to the Nationals game. This was in 19, I believe, mm-hmm. World Day weekend. And, you know, I go to – they're sitting there saying they need to, you know, trade all their pitchers away, build for the future. And then they were a couple months later winning the World Series. I think you kind of saw the same thing with the Braves. It happens in sports over and over. It kind of goes back to the point of, like, living and dying with the day-to-day uh, short-term narratives.
0: Alright, and then uh, I know it's another team, but uh, in your division, did you hear the news that Cam Newton is back in your division, that the Panthers signed him?
3: Well, that's good. No, it's good for the Panthers, it's good for Cam, it's good for the NFL. Okay. So every week there's, there's new challengers, there's, there's great players. Uh, we got our big challenges this week, and that's kind of what we're focused on is Dallas. Yeah. I mean, we got our hands full. Like I said, it's probably one of the more talented rosters in the league, and we got to go on the road in a meaningful game here in November. Appreciate the
0: time. Say hi to the natural for me, and I
3: appreciate
0: you using it in the form of a sentence like that, that, you really have made my day, and you have angered the rest of everybody around here, but that's okay. You <laughs> that do, you, do you. You do you, Coach. Thanks for the call. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rich. That's okay. Arthur Smith, everybody, head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. You do you, sir. Yes. It's one of those things where, you know, when you get an HC of, of the NFL, you just, just go straight forward. Just in case they're in a no-nonsense mood, and if I'll 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 let it go where it needs to go, and then him just dropping the natural in the in, in the middle of a sentence like well, that I mean, he, uh, is really um, wonderful.
2: He sent it home for you.
0: No no way to prepare as an HC when your best wide receiver says I need to take some time away. And I think the Atlanta Falcons have done uh, terrifically to give him his space. Mm-hmm. And and so many people are like, "Oh, god, tough it up. This is what you signed up for. You have no idea what's going on in a person's mind, in a person's life." And they are they're they're doing well. They're doing well. I was a big win for them in uh, New Orleans last week. And did you hear the news in Dallas, sir? I'm right. already, yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll tell that piece of news. Uh, got there cam is some
2: contract details too.
0: Okay, there's some injury news, cam contract details, and phone calls at eight four four two zero four rich number to dial here on this Thursday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets
2: Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Rich Eisen Show.
0: Back here in our Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, we're looking at a photograph I posted on Instagram of Stuart Scott and I from back in the... This had to be like 1997. We were just paired up together on Sports Center. At any rate, um, I was psyched. Stu was just too cool for school. But deep down, <laughs> it was like, okay, we're a team here. Because they never let us know, ever. That we were a team. It yeah, was you just, said
1: you'd just show up to work and check the schedule. We right? would
0: check the schedule. It would be the schedule, the a Sports Center schedule would be put out every month, usually at the last second. So we would get October schedule on anywhere between September 25th through the 30th. And sometimes it would be the 30th. And we'd all be like, hey, you know, can you can you what give tips? us an opportunity to plan out our next month? <laughs> yeah, right. Especially since I was a single guy living in Central Connecticut, We're trying to get just, it just in, down big. the road from Jim Moore's new digs. <laughs> you know, you're and, trying to do your thing. Well, I, I, right, to and, get your man on. And I would always go into New York. <laughs> I would always go into New York City whenever I had my days off. Of course, you did to go hang with my friends and also just to meet people. You know, and and let's be honest here, Rich, you're young,
1: you're in New York, you're a sports center anchor, you're on TV, you're in your 20s, life is good.
0: Please, dude, it's not (laughs) like I was, you know, that everyone was falling all over me because I was on sports center. Dude, the number of times that I would go into
2: (laughs) a bar, the number of times, (laughs)
0: the number of times, (laughs) I I will just, I'm I'm just going to shoot you straight, the number of times I would go into a bar. Uh Uh-huh. And I would just be sitting there, and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, the bartender would plop a drink right in front of me I did not order. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, what's that? And, like, somebody's buying you a drink. And I'd look up, and I'd look around for somebody who is attractive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay? Hoping. (laughs) Hoping, This is pre-Susie, okay? and Well, of course. Or this is pre, also in the era of Susie, but we were just friends. Anyway, so I'm looking around, and in... I'm looking around, hoping it's that one, uh-huh. or it's that girl, or it's that person. <laughs> that would be great. Instead, it would be literally the fattest guy in the bar <laughs> lifting his drink hey, hey, <laughs> and giving me like a "you the man" hey. point hey. with a weird wave and a wink, and it just <laughs> the the like, gun. No, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta accept the fact that this. And it was great. It really was great. That was your demo. But, it was, but at any rate, so we would get the schedules, and then we would look at who we were um, assigned to do Sports Center with. And after a while, you know, I would see, you know, I had the 2 a.m., 2 a.m., 2 a.m., 2 a.m., and I'd look at what day of the week it was, and it would be Monday through Thursday. That's that's the stuff. Because mm-hmm. Sunday night didn't have a 2 a.m. Sports Center. It was Dan and Keith who would do the big show that re-aired you know, overnight as well. There was no need to do a 2 a.m. You guys are literally center.
1: there at two in the morning.
2: Oh yeah. Doing live shows. Oh, wow. There till three. It starts at two.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, man. And yeah. then, and then, you know, somebody on the Mariners or the angels or the giants couldn't, get somebody out and the ninth inning would take an hour and a half and it would bleed into the 3 a.m. hour and we'd have to stay there and the unlucky sap who had that highlight in the in the live 2 a.m. show would have to stay and the rest of the crew would have to stay and wait for that thing to be over to close the show up
1: yeah yeah and I ask that because a lot of people thought that they just replayed the show
0: Stewart and I once drew a short straw for a world cup I forget what, so I guess, what it I don't know what year it was either. Probably like 2002 might have been or 2000. And it was somewhere on the planet where the game would start at 4.30 in the morning. And we, the the, the person who did the highlight would have to stay <laughs> to do the highlight that they would finish up and close into the, edit into the re-aired sports center throughout the day i drew the short straw because it was U as a usa match versus somebody i forget what it was but i remember driving home and i watched the sun come up over i-84 yeah i-84. yeah man <laughs> amazing those were the days those were the old salad days no doubt about it and life the life was good and huh? the mo- the most nervous i ever was doing a show and uh. My stand-up comedy days of performing in front of a live audience totally fixed my fear of live anything mm-hmm. if I ever had it. I mean, God bless Sarah and everybody else who does stand-up comedy for a living because mm-hmm. that ain't easy. You got to figure out a crowd. You got to know what they're interested in, and hopefully your material that's prepared likes it, and somebody heckles you, and you got to deal with it. And, yeah. Oh, God. But anyway. I did the Sports Center um, at the Giants Angels World Series from the Sports Center set out in left center field of what was, I think, probably called Pac Bell Park at the time, right? Home of the San Francisco Giants. It was friggin' freezing and it was late. And they told me if I made a mistake in the highlight, the entire crew truck on the set everything everyone would have had to have waited the entire next hour to do it again live oh. there was no what? other way to just record it because of the way the truck was set up or whatever we had I had one shot to do it and if I didn't do it properly if I said somebody's name wrong because they were sticklers like if you said somebody's name wrong or you misidentified something if it wasn't if it wasn't top six, it was really top five, and you said top six. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You'd have to wait. Ugh. And my heart was thumping. Thumping. And I think Stu was back in the studio. In the, <laughs> or as, as Berman would call it, the Stu, Stu, studio. Stu, Stu,
2: studio.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I could go on Those forever. Really days, I look huh? at a photograph like that one, and it just looks like a totally different life. You know. <laughs> but I saw that. I that. Plus I've got a part in my hair. Look at that, man. Look at that. Look at our ties. That was a Zenya tie that I uh I think Susie gave me. Oh. Yeah. We were just friends though. Ooh. We were just tie, friends.
1: That was it right there. And that's the that's the suit and you two definitely wow. look like you hit like Manhattan and went to suede that night. <laughs> they just threw down. Wade. Wow, you were in Swade, just All right, killing it. Is it.
2: this full story time now, or is it full story time now? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Before you go, just just the Cam Newton details real quick. The okay. contract.
1: I'll forget you it. Lost but anyway, the best no, I mean, said,
0: no, this is important. Go for it, Chris. No, uh, Chris I'll, has got it. He's got to he, He's got these facts. He's got to get him just out. Just want to get
2: him out. One and a half million dollar roster bonus. That's offset from his Patriots salary that he was guaranteed for this year. Uh, Four and a half, fully guaranteed, up to ten million for the rest of the year. Should should he hit certain bonuses? Good for you, yeah. Good for you, Cam. Because he's going to get the chance. Yeah, he's going to get the chance. And again, his Panthers posted a great photo of uh, David Tepper and Cam together again. Actually, together for the first time. Because yeah, he was again with the Panthers.
0: Great, good for them. Good right. for them, man.
2: Panthers are uh, always one of the top social media games out there in the NFL sphere. Uh, they're posting tons of great cam content right now. It's awesome. If you want to go check. Well, it I out, mean,
0: they've got, uh, Pan Panthers. they've got cam content from today. Cam
2: cat. No, just I cam mean, content yeah, from they, over the years.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's no, great. They've,
2: they've kind of have uh, yeah.
0: a lot in the archive.
2: Yeah. They're doing a good job. Has
0: there been another situation where somebody went from a franchise and left and then came back? Like this would be, hmm. I don't, you know, Who was just left and came? Well, who who played a Super Bowl for a team?
2: He's MVP. And then came one
0: right, and then came back to play for that team. Did Tarkenton do it? Uh, He didn't win a Super Bowl. Didn't
1: win obviously, but I didn't know he ever left.
0: Oh yeah, he Hmm. he had he had quite a career path, Fran Tarkenton.
1: Yeah, he went back.
0: He went from.
2: So he played his first what six six years to Minnesota. Went to the Giants. Yeah, for five, and then came back and played seven more. With the Vikings. And for the, with the Vikings, one was amazing. <laughs> yeah. At the end of his career. That's
0: why he's in the hall. You could say that's incredible, almost. Boy, Del Tufo, you did not You not paying attention at that point in time is terrible because that, you, that reference was for you, saying the words, that's incredible for Fran Tarkenton. You're the only person who could possibly get that joke. And you don't even get it.
2: Oh, that's incredible, the show. Hey. <sighs> oh, yeah, he hosted it. Right. Yeah, I missed that one. You remember? I actually That predates it, That predates that's, you that's on incredible. planet Earth, I think, Chris. That's yeah. right.
0: Potentially. Mm. Anyway. It took
2: me a second, Rich. Let's go to the phone
0: lines here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, Al, in Atlanta, you're here on the program. What's up, Al?
4: Morning, Dan. Rich. Oh, my God, I keep doing it. But uh, I got two statements and then a wager, and then I'm going to throw it to the wall see if it sticks. Okay. That's a Earlier lot. this season got an agenda. in the off season, I called in, and I was saying how I was jealous of Jeff in Detroit getting Dan Campbell, who's talking about ripping off kneecaps, and I was jealous of you, Rich. With Robert Sala, no all gas, no breaks, because I got this calm Arthur Smith guy. Nobody knows anything about, and, and I gotta I gotta eat some crow with that because halfway through the season, I'm 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 happy with my cho- with my team's choice. I'm looking good, and I mean, you told me even that I need to stay calm and yeah, and 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 you know wait and see, and and you were right, you were very right. And then Grady Jarrett coming out with that preseason news conference talking about Arthur Smith is. No nonsense, no fluff, and he's showing it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. And, and then secondly, yeah. at the All-Star break, the Braves were 44-44. and 44. Nine weeks through the season, Falcons are four and four. Oh. I'm not saying. What, what are saying. you saying?
0: What are you saying? Are you saying they're going to win the Super Bowl? Because if that's the I, case, you should. I'm not saying
4: that. I okay. can't say that. Ooh. I'm right. not Ooh. saying that at all. Al, have you a, noticed, Chris, have you noticed. A, a weird coincidence.
0: Chris, have you noticed Al has been higher registered this entire conversation? <laughs> hey, it's not bad. I mean, hey, <laughs> just remember, Al. I'm the one on the set it's who picked the Falcons
4: that. to make the playoffs. And now I'm going to focus here because this okay. one's for you, TJ. Oh, he's about we, to make a bet. We got we got the Cowboys and Here the Falcons, and I'm, I'm wondering. I, I luckily found a... Hold on a second, Al. Program. Hold on,
0: Al. Hold on a second. He's about okay. to jump. He's about to say yes to whatever you're offering, okay? <laughs> he's feeling good. He, that The clunker's out of the way. He already predicted back in the summer that they were going to lose to the Broncos. He predicted the Falcons are going to win this thing. He's going to... That the, that, the, that the Cowboys are going to beat the Falcons this week. He's already predicted that. He's ready to pounce, so you better be ready i oh, come I'm correct. Okay. You now have the four. Yeah. Go.
4: Earlier this week, I was at Dick's, and I found a throwback 92 Deion Sanders perfectly in time for this game. So I'm going to be decked out in my Sanders gear going against the team that Sanders also played for. Mm-hmm. And TJ. Yes, sir. I'd like a friendly wager with you. If the Cowboys win, I'll come on the show. I'll do that annoying thing that Michael Irving screamed in week three of last year. And and give you the props you deserve okay. if you're willing to come up with a punishment for you if the Falcons win. How is that a punishment for you to come on this <laughs> yeah, show? <Al>? I mean, <laughs> well, I, well fine. Pick, pick a punishment. Yeah,
1: that doesn't sound like you I get, don't know. You Al. Getting, like, calling into oh, the Rich I Eisen show seems like a treat. How
4: painful it would be for me to say that line. I uh, won't even say it in reference right now. All right, you know I'll do this for you.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, here's the deal. You know uh, we haven't broken this news yet, but my guy Randy Gregory's he, he he's out. So that's hurt. So we're, we're playing with another man down. But uh, if the Cowboys lose, I will change the grease board and I'll just say something nice about. How about
0: the them Falcons? Falcons. Okay. Yeah, and so what? Yeah, what and then Al, if the if the Falcons lose, then you've got to come on the show and say that thing. Yeah. And call out.
4: I'll even post a picture with myself with a whiteboard saying, "How about that?" As, as you
0: should. Okay, right. and then and then we'll 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 fire hose that out. So, yeah, so here we go. We'll this... shake on it. We'll do a friendly. Go. No, actually, I give a pound
1: for that. Okay, one. give Just a pound. Put, you know, yeah, put your hand go. on the Very screen, good. and right right bam, on. there we go. Well done, good. Al. Well done Al. <laughs> well done, Al. Thanks for the call. All
2: right, Al. There's Al in Atlanta. Falcons two hundred to one to win the Super Bowl right now. Okay. Randy
0: Gregory's out though, huh? Can I donate my calf? Hour number two coming up. John Bernthal, the actor from King Richard. Don't go anywhere. Okay. Randy of- Gregory is out. He hurt his foot yesterday in practice. It is a week-to-week thing. Cowboys say it could be even a short-term IR stint. Maybe three I don't think they're going to get
1: Tank Lawrence back much before Thanksgiving anyway. Yeah. So the only positive to this is we get those two back at full strength at the same time heading to the end yeah. of the season. Your division, so, look, you've got room to play with. We could lose four in
0: a row and we'd still be in first well, place. Well, that your yeah. problem would be there is that you'd get a pretty damn good opponent. Yeah, you don't coming want... into your house yeah. week number one. Whoever loses the game of musical chairs in the NFC West is coming to visit Dallas. Yeah, you yeah. don't want a piece you of don't that. Don't want that, but no, it's just okay. That's the problem. Because you want, if you're really still in line for that one seed for the week off, you're going to want that. Yeah. Okay. If you want to say that that's gone because of the injuries or whatever, I don't think you want to say that just yet. But if that's the case, you want to be two or three. Nobody wants to finish fourth in the NFC.
1: Oh, definitely not.
0: That means you win your division, you get a home game, great. But that means you get the Rams or you get the Cardinals coming your way. Or, <laughs> you know, who knows? If the Saints pull it off, you get the Bucks in your house. I don't think the Saints are going to pull it off. No. And I think the Packers are the winner of the NFC West, or even if the Bucks go on a roll. They, they, I mean, that one seed's open. And Rich, I think that you said That one seed's open, brother. I think
1: you said foot. I'm reading calf strain. Oh, is that calf strain? Okay. Yeah. That's why I was like, I'll. Okay. I've got well, 2 of calf them. strain. I've got oh, two. They're kind of in know, good shape. Going on? I'll, I'll, who's, I'll the, who's the Cooper donate.
2: Rush on the defensive it's, line? Oh. Whoever that
0: is is going to come out there and they're going to ball out. Great question. Well, that's going
1: to be Micah Parsons because he's Micah Parsons yeah, he's is just the Swiss Army knife. So, enough. how
0: can Micah Parsons rush Matt Ryan and cover Kyle Pitts at the same time? I don't know, weekend? but he's
1: going to figure out a way to do it. I don't it's know how. Certainly, <laughs> after he's licking his chops after the loss on Saturday. Well, you know, he got himself a dog. So Micah said he just was going to go home and cuddle with his dog. Is that and, what he said? Yeah, oh, I didn't
0: know and, that. Uh, try to forget what, it. What do you call the? Is it is the dog named
2: Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> Are the Jets going to keep with the the coach? Come on. Huh? Are the Jets going to keep it close? What do you mean? Against the Bills? Yeah. Oh dude, stop it.
0: <laughs> Don't ask me these questions. You figure it out yourself. You're on fire for your Friday know, segment I'm for sneaking good I'm games, just, you know. You're I'm, on your own.
2: I, I believe in Mike White.
0: <laughs> so do I. He's supposed to be phenomenal. I know. As you know, that's what I know. the coach said.